When we have loved ones struggling with addiction, mental illness, or any other kind of crisis, we often don't know how to help. We want to support them and show them we love them, but we're afraid of saying or doing the wrong things or being too ego pushy and accidentally pushing them away. We're afraid that because we might not fully understand the situation because we don't have the personal experience, we don't know how to help. We speak to life coach Sharifa Malik this afternoon. Uh, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. for joining us. We appreciate your time. Afwan. So, what is the first step in reaching out to a loved one that uh, we feel may be dealing with a crisis? How do we break the ice and let them know we are aware what they're going through at a tough time? Look, when, when dealing with such a situation, it's it's very normal to feel anxious about broaching the topic of drugs or alcohol. And, you know, preparation is very key. And we need to consider, like, getting advice from a professional about how to talk to our loved ones uh, about drug abuse. Now, you know, when someone is an addict, it's very important to earn and maintain a person's trust. This is very, very important. And, you know, we should not go through their personal belongings or, um, you know, access their private information on social media or otherwise on their phone where they may feel threatened, uh, which can make them feel less likely to, like, actually reach out for support and trust you. So you need to pick a good time and obviously a place to talk where you won't be interrupted and you will have some privacy. Now, a lot of people, even those that are non-addicts, a lot of people find it less confronting to talk while walking. So rather have a sit down with a person face to face and only start the conversation when the person is not currently affected with any kind of addictions. And it's okay to ask someone directly about their drug abuse. But don't make assumptions. Never make assumptions that the person is even using drugs or how much they use of it or how often they use of it. So I think that would be our first point of contact. Yes, so that is uh, the starting point. Then, you know, how can we offer assistance? Look, the first thing we'd like to do is use more I statements when you are expressing your concerns, right, about the person. For example, um, you can tell the person, I'm a bit worried because, or I've noticed that lately, you know, those kind of things, and just expand on that. So be very worried. Show your concern for that person. Genuinely show your concern. So when we help an addict, you've got to be really, really genuine and give the person a chance to respond and express their views and opinions. So don't cut them off. Don't make them seem to be, you know, the one that's doing something wrong. Because immediately uh, an addict will always tell you, you don't understand. You are not in my shoes. You don't understand. And so we need to make sure to try and listen to the person without being judgmental or, you know, passing accusations. So talk about the support that you can assist them with and, you know, to help them reduce or stop their alcohol, uh, their, their addictions. And let them know that, you know, you are a person that you can, they can talk to and you are a person who wants to support them, you know, going into the future and seeing a better person for themselves. If you're, if you're able to, you know, carry on with the journey with them. You could also ask them if they want to chat again in a week or two. So you're not going to get the, you're not going to get an immediate response from them. Um, the person may not agree about the addiction um, and you know and the problem might be they they might get defensive or angry but this happens it's a normal it's 
a normal part of the process of assisting that person and don't think you've failed. The person may need more time to think about what you've discussed and, you know, they would come back to you. You just need to make sure you're showing their genuine concern. So when speaking to someone about their addiction, listen respectfully to their views and respond calmly. The tone and type of language you use is very, very vital. So try to avoid the following because since this may upset a person and make them less likely to seek support, rather being uh, rather be less judgmental don't lecture the person make don't make them feel guilty don't use threats or bribes don't use negative labeling like addict or you know you are the problem or you know don't make it about them show the concern from your point of view so that they know they are being cared and loved for yes uh, at a time of crisis a loved one may be uh, inconsistent and unreliable so why is it important to understand this well, it's because substance abuse can create this like illusionary of uh, sense of well-being, right? But in the long run, it severely damages physical and emotional health, mainly the nervous system. And when an addict is addicted to any kind of substance, their nervous system gets shot the most, right? And because of this, addicts will not be able to see reason because the entire bodily function is not in order. It's like, you know, this whole big spiral. And so with addicts, addiction isn't the problem. They use addiction to treat a problem. So funny enough, addiction isn't as simple as it looks. And we just think, you know, they were the wrong company or they have, uh, you know, issues, psychological issues and they're not strong enough. Or you think a lot of things. Sometimes it could, could even be health related. So, you know, addiction is really huge. But what it does is it fills these gaps, those gaps of physical health or psychological, uh, you know, health or spiritual health as well. So there's a certain gap this person is experiencing and what they do is they use addiction to fill those gaps so an addict is not at the level of understanding in comparison to a non-addict and this is why we have to understand when talking to one they will react in an inconsistent and unreliable way important to know that why are we always you know you know why should we encourage hope and uh, you know encourage hope in those that are in a situation like this Look, firstly, for these people, for these addicts, there's always a brighter future. And us that are not addicts, we know that, you know, we can see a better future for them. When we look at them with love and concern, we know that, you know what, I can see a better future for you. You just need to leave this, this ugly habit. So the thing is, we need to make sure we are making them understand that they are loved. We need to make them understand that, you know what, there are other people that are really wanting you to be part of their lives, right? So... Once they're ready to do that and pursue treatment, you know, you can help a person by providing, uh, you know, practical support, such as like delivering meals and checking in regularly and being that shoulder, you know, lending that shoulder all the time and making sure that you also celebrate their successes, even if it's just the little thing they did that day, you know, even if they used less of that substance. It's a success, and that's something that should be celebrated. Or if they've made that, that, um, that you know, they've considered, okay, I'm, I want help, that is even a small success, and we should celebrate each success of this. And try to keep supporting them if they relapse, because with addicts, it does not, they don't quit on the first try. No addict quits on the first try. So with, with um, recovery, it takes time, and many people don't 
you know, like I say, they don't succeed on the first time they try to quit. So it's also important to set boundaries with the person, though. Uh, try not to overpromise. So you mustn't give them hope that that you won't, will be there and then you don't end up being there. And be realistic about any emotional, practical or financial support that you do provide to them. Certainly. Uh, for giving us uh, the insight and sharing the practical advice. Very much appreciated. Jazakallah khair and jazakallah for having me.